A very good morning on behalf of Teach 613. We welcome you to take 10 for Talmud. Babakama Dafayin Aleph, Babakama 71a, pagination is 141. We're going to start on the second line, but we will need to turn one page back to see the Mishnah, which will segue into our Gemara. So let's begin on Ayin Amud Aleph, 70a, the third line of the Mishnah. Ganav umochar b'Shabbos. We're dealing with the case in Parshas Mishpatim, where a person stole a shor or se, an ox or a sheep, and there's potential liability for him to have to pay up to four or five times the value of the animal if he stole it and also sold it or shechted. Let's say he stole and he sold it on Shabbos. So we need to think this through. As much as you're not allowed to do business on Shabbos, but it's not a biblical violation, and therefore he's still going to be in the category of obligated on a financial level. Whereas, had he been in violation of a biblical Shabbos prohibition, which carries capital punishment, then he would be absolved of the financial liability because of the principle, Kam we only punish him with the more severe punishment. So again, he stole and sold on Shabbos. In a few lines, the Mishnah will say that he's going to be liable to pay payments of four or five. Another case, Gonav Vitovach Biyomakipurim, if he stole and shecht on Yom Kippur, and again the Mishnah's ruling one line later is Mishalim Tashlume Arbaovichamisha, there still is financial liability, even though this was done on Yom Kippur, the holiest day of the year. Why so? There is some sort of punishment, and that some sort of punishment should absolve him of the financial liability. So let's turn to our Gemara, Ayn Aleph, Amad Aleph, and the Gemara says, Gona v'tovach Kippurim, if he stole and shechted on Yom Kippur, he's going to be liable for payments of four or five, even though there was a Yom Kippur violation, Amri. I'm telling you, Amai, why would that be true? Nehi diktala leka, even though there's no death type of capital punishment, because it's not a Shabbos violation, but Malkus mia ika, but Malkus there is. Malkus is lashes, it's a different type of punishment. Vikaimolan, and the rule that we know is the ena loko mishali. The way we paskin, even Malkus, even though it's not a true capital punishment in the death sentence level, but it's still severe, and it would not be joined with financial liability, he would be absolved of the financial liability. So the ruling by Yom Kippur should be that he's absolved of the payments of 405. Answers the Gemara, 
you need to keep track of the dissenting opinion. Amri, Hamani Reb Meirhi. It's following the ruling of Reb Meir. The Omar Loka Umeshali. Reb Meir holds that lashes and payment are compatible, and that the lashes does not absolve him of the financial liability. And therefore, the ruling of the Mishnah was, if it happens on Yom Kippur, he's still chayiv. That's the opinion of Reb Meir, that he has to pay the financial aspect. But we don't paskin like this Mishnah. We would absolve him of the financial liability. And that's indeed how the tour in Simon Shin Nun paskins if a person shecht on Yom Kippur, in this case where it was a stolen animal, and now he's shechting it, potter, he would not have to pay the financial dimension to Kaimalon, because we have a rule, Ein loke umeshalem, you did not get lashes and make the payments, instead only lashes becomes the punishment of that scenario. And so, our Mishnah Paskind, Yom Kippur, Tevicha, is liable for 405. That's following the opinion of Reb Meir, but we don't Paskin like that. The Gemara at this point thinks that Reb Meir, when he dissents on Loke Umeshalim and says that lashes and financials are compatible, and you would do both, and therefore there are payments of four or five by shechting on Yom Kippur. The Gemara thinks Reb Meir is arguing on the entire principle of double punishment of Kamle Bidrabamine, and he holds in all cases you can have death penalty and financial liability. That's what the Gemara thinks as we enter this topic. If it's Reb Meir, then even shechting on Shabbos should have financial liability. And if you look at the Mishnah, the Mishnah noticeably absented itself from the case of shechting on Shabbos and only listed the case of selling on Shabbos. Because selling on Shabbos is business, and business is not one of the 39 categories. Not allowed to do business because we're worried that you're going to write, or a lot of other reasons, but it's not a capital offense level violation. So therefore, that could be compatible with financial liability. But shechting on Shabbos is noticeably absent from the Mishnah, and the assumption would be because it carries the capital punishment, death penalty for drawing blood on Shabbos, for killing on Shabbos, one of the 39 categories, Shechita. And if our Mishnah is Reb Meir, who holds that there's nothing stopping you from getting two punishments, then why wouldn't our Mishnah include even Tevicha, Shechting on Shabbos, as a case where the payments of four or five are relevant. And if you will tell me, 
which is the truth. We'll see. Loke u Mishalem Isle Mesu Mishalem Lesle, that Reb Meir holds with Malkus financials are compatible, but with capital punishment death penalty financials are not compatible. And that's precisely why it's absent from the Mishnah. Velo, let's consider the following case. Hatanya, we learned, Gana vitovach b'Shabbos, if a person stole and shechted on Shabbos, mishalim arbo'o v'chamisho divre Reb Meir. There still are payments of four or five, according to Reb Meir, v'chachamim potrim, and the chachamim disagree and say, you're absolved. It sounds like Reb Meir holds Shechting on Shabbos is still compatible with the payments of four or five, even though there's the death penalty. And so the Gemara thinks that Reb Meir does not hold of Kamle Bidrabamine at all and holds capital punishment and financials are compatible. And the Gemara says that's not true. Reb Meir holds Malchus and financials are compatible but financials with death penalty are not compatible. So you will wonder why in the case of Gona Vitovach B'Shabbos in the Brisa that we just listed, are the payments of four or five relevant according to Reb Meir? The Gemara answers in the name of a number of Talmudic scholars. Amri, I will tell you, B'Toveyach Ayidei Acher. The shechita was done through somebody else. Somebody else did the shechita, and the person who stole it and directed the shechita to be done, that thief is going to be the one liable for payments of four or five. The shochet is not the one liable for payments of four or five. He has other issues with Shabbos violation. But the person who stole and directed him to Shecht, he's the person who's obligated in payments or four or five. That's pretty unusual. One person is doing the sin, that's the Shochet, and the thief who directed him to do the Shechita is the one who's obligated in four or five. That's pretty unusual. Amarava, Rava explained, Shiny Hacha, the case of payments of four or five is unusual, the Omar because the Pasuk said, Utavacho Omachoro, he's shechting or selling. Just like selling, you need someone else to participate in your act in order to cause an obligation. It's not sold if the other person doesn't buy. After Vicho Ayideacher, we learn that Shechita can also be done with another person's participation, but the person who's liable is the thief who facilitated the selling or the Shechita. And therefore, going back to our discussion, Reb Meir, even though he dissents on Malchus, does not disagree when it comes to capital punishment, death penalty, and therefore a shechita on Shabbos would absolve him of payments of four or five, and therefore our Mishnah, even being Reb Meir, who holds 
that the Malchus of Yom Kippur does not absolve the payments of 405, even Reb Meir would not list a case of Shechita on Shabbos, because there he would be absolved of payments of 405. And if you find me a different Brisa, which says that Shechita on Shabbos is liable to payments of 405, that's because in that case the Shechita was done through somebody else. That somebody else gets the capital punishment. But the Ganav, who directed him to Shecht, is not going to be in Shabbos violation. And therefore, the payments of 405 would apply to him, even according to Reb Meir. Because of this unique ruling, that in this case, the Chet being done by somebody else is still attributable to the Ganav. And so, whether the sale involves somebody else or the Shechita involves somebody else, the original Ganav is still the one who is liable. Yashikoach, thank you for joining.